Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review, folks. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson. This is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. And tonight we'll be reviewing that sci-fi classic, cult classic, Jurassic Park. cult classic? Well, it is to me. <sighs> it's a classic. <laughs> Jurassic Park, the film franchise. The real, the real one, the first one. The yeah. original <laughs> film yeah. franchise. 1993. Mm. Yeah. Sci-fi action film. Yeah. Hmm. It began in 1993, and, and, and the series it's still going ended, strong today. And the series got, went to 2001, I think it was. Last year, whatever. Yeah. Has that, that come out yet? Mm. Last year's one? Did that, that no, released? you're referring to the new um, Jurassic That's World. That's what I just said. I just meant that we're doing the I original three films, not the um, new ones like um, Jurassic World or Jurassic Lost um, Kingdom or the one that's coming do, 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 after do. that. There's one due to come out. It's, yeah, it's due this year. This year, yeah, yeah. This is why we're doing I'm this I'm behind the time of Jurassic, so I, you know, I don't have all the dinosaur yeah. movies yet. So mm-hmm. I'm going to leave the Jurassic um, World for next time. Yeah. Because that's an incomplete franchise at the yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, sort of a little bit separate. You got Jurassic Park, the, the original one, yeah. and what the second one, they sort of follow each other. Hmm. And the third one is bending it a little bit. Bending to the wind. Start getting into Jurassic World sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I just say you guys yeah. know it's yeah. a continuation of it. Yeah. It seems like whenever I think of Jurassic World, it's like they've forgotten the previous mistakes John Hammond made, maybe. And they well, think, that, and then, they're, and they're in that those new movies, they keep making new mistakes yeah. along the way. Then they, yeah, new mistakes. <laughs> the dinosaurs ruled the world millions of years ago, and when you bring them back here, they're going to rule again. Why mm. would you bring them back? Beats me heck out of me. Okay, we're just going to be a smorgasbord for them. Yeah. Anyway, here we go. Mm. Produced by Kathleen Kennedy and Gerald Mullen. Directed by, you guessed it, Steven Spielberg. Yeah, What a man. marvellous director. Now, 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 I must admit, all jokes aside, Steven Spielberg can do a drama, mm. he can do a sci-fi, he can do whatever he turns his hand to, mm. and normally can't pretty damn good. Yeah. So, good, another, good one, Stephen. Another good example yeah, of, yeah. Of, a, of a great director. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was, when he was doing the post-edit for this, he was doing Schindler's List. Mm. So that was the sci-fi. It wasn't a horror. It wasn't an action film. It was a war drama. Hmm. So he could, the man is a very good director. Hmm. And uh, you got, uh, guys like Spielberg, Lucas, James... Wes those, Craven. Wes Craven, James Cameron. John Carpenter. James Cameron. All those other, all those other guys. These guys are great. No-brainers? Yeah. No, 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 no. That's very disrespectful. They're, they're awesome directors they're good. They're and filmmakers. Good. Uh, they've all got something to bring to the uh, table when it comes to directing, or producing and directing, and or and both, uh, or both, yeah. And uh, yes, yeah, these guys are talented, and it's it's going to be a shame when some of these guys start dropping off the perch, because I don't know if there's any new guys coming up anywhere yeah. near as good as them. I think that when it, when it comes down to it, it's the independent ones that will replace yeah, the um the not, old ones. But they're not being given. They're, they're being kept down the mainstream theaters. Mm, true. It's a shame, though. Because no one's nurturing the new people to come in. Mm. They're saying, no, 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 you're an independent, go yeah. away, leave us alone. Uh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, these the main guys are all getting old. True. i got to admit, though, yeah. the independent ones are more eye-catching and have more, yeah. I- more imagination. More imagination, fresh ideas. Anyway, here, we're moving along. Okay, mm. we're, 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 this is going to be a long one, I think. Screenplay was by Michael Crichton and David Cope. Mm-hmm. 
based on the, uh, the original book uh, written by Michael Crichton. Uh, yeah, same you name may have Jurassic mentioned. Park. I may have mentioned yeah. in the past that he's did yeah. a few did few other movies. He did time. Uh, he did the story for Timeline, and yeah, Kong did, and the Congo. Did he do a TV series? Mm, I haven't. Maybe. Uh, mm. ER or something rather. I think, yeah, whatever, it doesn't matter. But I know for a fact yeah. he did those the stories for both those other movies yeah. I mentioned. Yeah, but he did screen, but he's always he's, writing, screenwriting. But according yeah. to um, his biggest success was Jurassic Park and, oh, yeah. and the Lost World Jurassic Park. Yeah. We still keep talking about now, it. Now, here's, here's a part I love. I like the money side of things as well as the art, but this one's going to blow your mind. Uh, the budget was 63 mil. Now that's you. That's a lot of money, mm. but box office. This does not include home media. This Good. is box office. Good. One point something or other billion at the box office. Now that's what I call a damn good rate of return for any film project. Smart. So yeah, Spielberg. He worked his magic. He did it well. Um, obviously, he had a good team working for him. Mm. Industrial Light Magic, you know, Lucas Crabbed in there. Yeah. And he had all these other good actors. Yeah. And everybody just mm. yeah. really gave the role. Yeah. Yeah. When I look at this dinosaur movie, it blows my mind away every time I watch it. It makes and Godzilla look like a lizard. Well, more than that. It's just that <laughs> a lot of people have tried their hardest to make their own dinosaur-related movie. And they sometimes it just come off lacking because yeah, of the either budget or maybe or the special effects well, side. Budget, budget. Or stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. You look at it, this here. They had CGI. They had animatronics. They had puppeteering. Uh, what else happened there? Uh, mm. stop, stop, a bit, some stop motion. Yeah. Not a lot. Uh, but the rendering process was so damn expensive and time-consuming, mm. uh, it just it, become, it becomes cost-prohibitive for a smaller uh, budget uh, filmmaker. Yeah, bear in mind, yeah. Steven Spielberg also worked on um, Jaws. And he did before this, yeah. He did Indiana Jones. And he wanted Jaws on land. <laughs> really? Well, no, he said Jaws was a sea creature wreaking mm. havoc and killing people. He wanted to do the same thing on land with dinosaurs. Man, uh-huh. smart move. Yeah. Anyway, let's see. Let's talk about who stars in the first well, one. And considering that both, uh, both of the two other movies, they would often have one or the other actor in. Return. Well, actually, um, Sam Neill was in what one or two others? He was in but um, the first one and the, the third one. one. The th- yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But Goldblum, he Goldblum he he, he made um he also made one and. He did first yeah, one yeah. and then the second one, yeah, The yeah, Lost World, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made fresh actors for the other one, didn't they? Yeah, mm. yeah, whatever. Anyway, irrespective. Now, I'm going to just go through the initial cast. Now, I'll talk about the cast later because the selection process uh, was interesting. They had other people lined up to play some of these roles, mm. but I'll talk about them later. Now, here we go. The main cast as we speak now. Sam Neill plays the main uh, scientist guy. Yeah. Uh, Alan Grant, uh, Laura Dern plays his offsider, Ellie Sattler. They've got a bit of chemistry going yeah, here. Yeah, she reminds me of a, car- a person I knew when I was a little kid, and but I don't remember her name, obviously. Well, so. Great memory there. Okay, Jeff Goldblum plays Dr. Ian Malcolm. He's the uh, 
Uh, interesting one. If you know the fly in the ointment when it comes to uh, Alan and Ellie. He um, speaks he, like a ha-ha. He, he's a bit of a flirt. He's been married several times. You get the idea. He has kids. Now, Richard Attenborough, he plays John Hammond. He's a mm. businessman, philanthropist, whatever yeah. you want to call him. And he's the, he's the creator of yeah. Jurassic Park. Yeah, and he makes an appearance for um, years later after, this, after the first movie, just as a, you know... At the in the opening and at the ending of yeah. the movie, yeah, good. Not a very big role, but he still played a very key role in this product in those productions. Okay, Bob Peck he plays Robert Muldoon. He's something like the Great White Hunter who helps control the dinosaurs. Or now, mm-hmm. um, I'll mention these two kids because I thought they played good roles. Uh, Joseph Mazzello plays Tim Murphy, and Ariana Richards plays Lex Murphy. Now they're John Hammond's Grandchildren. Hmm. Now, um, these kids, sometimes you get kids in movies and they're really pains in the rear end. But these kids play pretty good roles. Hmm. And actually, little guy is Tim Murphy. Uh, He uh, was chosen, invited, I suppose, chosen by uh, Spielberg to come into this movie because Spielberg did Hook previously. And he was lined up to have Tim play the role of uh, one of the kids in that, but he's a tad young, but he promised him a role in his next movie. Good. When he had a kid role, and he, and he, and he said, okay, I've got this movie, do you want the job? <laughs> so yeah, he must have been very impressed by his little uh, his child actor, Tim, and um, obviously um, he didn't come over yeah. as a pain in the ass, whippy, whiny kid, he came over as a good actor, mm. so yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, nothing against uh, Ad- uh, Ariana either. She was quite good too. Yeah. Uh, so, and actually, they did a role reversal in, when yeah, they wrote they f- from the book to the screenplay. They did a role reversal. So, uh, yeah, they made um, t- a Tim um, an, a dinosaur enthusiast, and he made Lex um, a little bit more of a, a computer hacker. A, a computer hacker. And in the book it, was the other way around. Yeah, but yeah. Um, the Tim character, who was the oldest of the pair of the kids. Um, in the book, he, he was a computer. He was nerd. a computer nerd and the a, dinosaur enthusiast. And the little sister was a sport sport nut. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Things like that. Now, do you want to take on? Um, and John Harriman, I should mention, he's more of a a wealthy businessman who doesn't care about the safety of the public. Well, that was in the book. In the book, yeah. Obviously. But, but here they made they made like a kind old grandfatherly sort of um, Walt you know, Disney Walt type. Walt Disney, you know, you, you know the type. Yeah, good Santa nature. Claus. Good nature. Oh, he was So he was a good natured in the movie, but in the in the books, he's um a total all about the money type yeah, guy. Well, yeah, he did money, money, money. I forget everybody. And, and this one, they they, they started off with his personality, uh, and actually, uh, I think they did jiggle around some of the personalities, mm. for, even with um Alan and Ellie and other people, they, they change them around a little bit and stuff. And yeah, mm-hmm. yes, but, it, but it really works. Whoever, uh, the guys writing the script really um, uh, did some magic there. Anyway, do you want to talk, tell the stories? This is going to be a long podcast. Yes. I want, that's, that's why I'm giving you sort of hurry up looks on yeah. my face. Yeah. So yeah. I'll begin <laughs> as I can see it. Once upon a time, there was. No, sorry. So the first one deals with um, the park itself, where it's. And John Hammond invites. Um, Dr. Grant and let me see, Dr. Ellie, whatever name is, and, Doc, and Dr. Yeah. Ian Malcolm to come to the island and uh, and observe it from a. Well, hang on. Well, 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 I'll take it back one bit. 
the park's getting ready to be opened. Yes. And they've got a lawyer coming out. Yeah. Um, See, um, one of the men at, who was one of the staff there, he got ki- he got really killed. It's and it's shoot up by a velociraptor. Now, and, the, I, yeah. and the lawyer was just there to um, try to smooth things over. No, no. He wasn't trying to smooth things over. Okay. He was there. If there was any chance of it being nasty... Unsafe, whatever. Oh, close him down. Yes. Not smooth anything over. Okay. Now, he was what? there to... Shut up. Let Shh. me get a word in. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So he invited the... Uh, oh, he didn't invite... The lawyer was there on uh, representing the, the people who invested in him. Yeah. Uh, and he invited um, Alan Grant, Ellie, Annie and Malcolm to go there and give their personal opinion on the safety and viability of the park. Yeah. And if they signed off saying, yeah, we think it's good and safe, then the lawyer would be happy and he can report back to the uh, board of directors saying yes, or the board of directors can report back to the shareholders saying yes, and everyone's happy and smiling. Yeah. That's um, why he's there for. How we never what know what yeah. in the Jurassic world, we'll never know how they swung it over. We'll never know. I'll swing you over a minute. Or maybe Just, the um, <laughs> the um, guys there uh, ignored all the previous mistakes yeah. and decided to roll with it. We just got to tell the story. Uh, this is going to be a long one. These people are going to be in bed by the time you finish okay. telling the story. So, <laughs> so they go to the park. Um, everything looks great. We see a lot. Of, we saw a Barataticosaurus, Brachiosaur, Brachiosaur, and <laughs> the everyone is blown by the fa- by John Hammond's creations. Actually, he did everything too. I think he actually got some of the plants. Yeah. Somehow, rather. Of that period, Jurassic and Cretaceous period, or whatever, and mm. um, yeah, and so they the had the right plants there. And from one drop of blood from a mosquito, I think it's highly improbable that any of this could have happened. You mm. would have had the blood from one dinosaur, but didn't one uh-huh. of the dinosaurs, the uh, Triceratops, um, didn't she get sick, she got from, sick from eating, from some, eating some, some um, toxic berries? Toxic but berries. they believe that toxic berries they wouldn't have eaten them, so they didn't care about them, but yeah. Hmm. Uh, some, I can't remember some sort of plant that she mentioned it's a real plant mm-hmm. and it's toxic but mm-hmm. animals don't normally eat it yeah because yeah. Um, mm. yeah anyway moving yeah. on so Brachiosaurus he was, uh, they said hello and I saw the Triceratops later on moving yeah, right along they, they, <laughs> go, they go on a special tour like a sort of safari thing I think it would be called yeah like a safari in, automo- in autom- automo- automated cars yeah, yeah. and at first, we don't see it too many of the dinosaurs because there are no shows. They're hiding in the bushes. That's right. really good. Ever been, ever been to a safari park where all the animals are hiding in trees and in the shade somewhere and saying, I wish they'd move or come out so I can actually see one? Yeah. Same problem. Mm, yeah. Mm. And soon enough, it starts raining. There's a big thunderstorm. And meanwhile, while this is all yeah, happening... Yeah, I think it was a cyclone or something coming yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, while this is all happening, um, a saboteur... Yeah, saboteur... Um, named, um, what's his name? Uh, oh, who cares? Something Nedry. Uh, Nedry. Something, something Nedry. Uh, I didn't mention his name. It wasn't important. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Dennis Nedry, played by uh, Wayne Knight. He's, yeah. he, 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 he's money hungry. He's selling off the embryos yeah. to a rival. Yeah, Wayne, ha- whatever his name is. He Nedry. was also in um, <laughs> Seinfeld, as I recall. He was. He, he played a, Newman. Yeah, a very annoying person. Oh, yeah, and, and he's... he's He's annoying in this too. Same sort of personality. Yeah, yes. yeah well, there you so go. So he sabotages yeah. by, um, turn, you know, 
shutting down the security and so he can steal some embryo eggs for a um, rival company, I think well, it was. Not just sabotaging. He has to get from point A to point B and get through security gates and locks and fences. Yeah. So he turns the security system off. But what about the phones? Well, they came off. They went off too because they, they, when the, when the reboot was and everything was going, when the when his program was going through and the reboot, everything went out. So a few things are going to drop out, but I'll drop. But I'll come back in later. But yeah. didn't quite work according to plan. And uh, by the time um, he got through to where he's going to, all the dinosaurs were starting to get out. Mm-hmm, oops, true. oops. And this is where our big T-Rex decides to start attacking. And Velociraptors, they got out. And yeah, and uh, what's that weird poisonous frill necklace uh, type one? Cutie pie Dilopidorus or something or other. Um, yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, here it is. Uh, uh, Dilopisaurus. How's yeah. that? <laughs> so this Dilopisaurus kills Newman and uh, yeah. and the embryo Nedry. eggs are lost forever. All the embryos, the embryos get lost and in the mud somewhere. Yeah. And if you ever watch the video game, which you may have, you will find what becomes of those eggs. Oh, no eggs, I mean the um, embryos, the embryos. Sort of stuff. I don't know why I said that. Uh, can you move on and tell the story of the movie? We're okay, no, okay. We're going to digress to the computer game okay, now, are okay. we? Okay, <laughs> okay. So, so everything's switched off, and John has to look after the kids who have been scared out of their wits from the T-Rex, and now they have John? to track... John? I mean... Alan. Alan, sorry. I don't know why I said that. John. Huh. I don't know. Yeah, anyway. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Ian was very badly injured and can't walk, so he's, um, so he's confined to crutches. But wait a minute, you're jumping over mm. things. Mm. Ian didn't hurt his leg until a bit later on. Okay, when they uh, got, they, they, their little mobile cars got powered down just near the T-Rex security fence. Which is the, T, the T-Rex gets out and he traces the place. Yes. The lawyer is in the car with the kids, and he jumps out and runs away and heads to the for toilet. a toilet block nearby. And this is where I love this part where he's... And this um, is great, because the T-Rex walks out. Actually, Jeff Goldblum, uh, Ian, Ian, he runs in the same area as well. Hmm. And the, the dinosaur, the T-Rex, comes over there and knocks the building over. Yeah. Ignores... Before, before we get to that, I like, I like oh, the bit Lord. where he says, when he watches the lawyer running to the toilet, he said, well, and I like it when he, and he yes, says okay. that. It's so funny, okay. that part. So go back to what you're saying. Right. And the T-Rex goes out of the building here and he knocks the building over. So Jeff yeah. Goldblum, Ian, uh, he it's gets covered up by some of the debris that the T-Rex don't see. However, the lawyer's sitting there on a the toilet. Oh man, that's the worst type at, of death. Looking up at the T-Rex. And the T-Rex is looking down at him. And he goes, uh, I, don't know, I don't know if he actually says anything, but T-Rex just goes down there and bite, picks him, bite, put, uh, swallows him, half him anyway, and lifts him up and whatever. And everyone in the theatre, when I saw it years ago, went, yay! yay! Because he left the kitties. You yeah. don't leave kitties alone in the car when there's dinosaur running around, yeah. honestly. Yeah, yeah. soon enough, um, Alan takes upon himself to look after the kitties and, yeah. and get them to escape this T-Rex yeah. thing. He's coming of age for Alan. He hated kids at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. He, he just liked them at the beginning. Horrible, really... smelly, noisy, expensive, you know, yeah. Yeah, all, all the above. Yeah, Ellie um, you know is trying I'm to get about. him to get over this horrible phobia of his. Not a phobia, he just hates kids. And in your case, I'll make an exception as well. Oh, sorry. That'd be nasty. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Soon enough, um, when they, later on, they're gone, you know, from the side where the empty rex was, um, Ellie and another, and that, um, um, one Maldon. of the stuff, Rodu, they, the they, they go, they head to the site where the, um, damaged, 
um, um, the cars were, and they found Ian, obviously, and they get traced down by a T-Rex. While this is happening, um, we get a nice touching scene where Alan and the kids, they meet another, some pair of Brachiosauruses grazing on some leaves. And it's really touching, especially the bit where um, one of them sneezes on Lex. Actually, you know those close-ups of the Brachiosaurus eating leaves stuff? Yeah. That wasn't re- that wasn't remote control. It wasn't Alan Replonics. That was actually puppeteers actually making that work. That's cool. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how many how many puppeteers got inside that head. Yeah. Anyway, it was no, kind no, of. Well, yeah. I thought it was funny when they sneezed on one of them. Sneezes on Lexus. Oh, uh, And you look on her face, going, "I got snotted on by I, a dinosaur." She slimed me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, there you go. Anyway, then we find out that. On the ground, the, the Alan discovers some dinosaur eggs, and we learned much before this. Henry, um, the one of the um, lab, the um, one of the inventors of the dinosaurs, says that all the dinosaurs in the park were female. But Alan discovers that 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 when the well, I'll explain. The dinosaur's DNA is connected to the the DNA of a frog. No, it wasn't connected. To, well, when they were recreating the DNA. For a dinosaur, they yeah. had a couple of missing links to the DNA chain. Yeah. So they had uh, a similar DNA chain for an amphibian, happened to be a particular frog. So that particular frog species was uh, DNA was intermingled with the dinosaurs to complete the sequence. Now mm-hmm. the thing is that in some species of frogs, when a single sex environment, supposedly. Um, they will change one. Some will change sex so they can uh, continue the species, mm-hmm. and that's what happened with the dinosaurs. Yes. Uh-huh. Somehow um, they made a, f- a few tiny bit of errors yes. there. Yes. Aha. They definitely are lifting up the skirts to see which ones are the boys and girls. Yeah. Um, well, it does happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, as um, Ian said, life will always find, find a, way. a way. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And there's some truth into that. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, now that Alan found the way, he, meanwhile, while this was happening, John decides to reboot all the computers so they can try to get the power back on. Well, yeah. But the reason, they, they, of course, uh, Nedry, the, the guy who tried to steal the embryos, they, they couldn't break into his computer program yeah. and they couldn't break into his computer properly because of his mm-hmm. password. So the only way to do it, yeah, do a total reboot. Yeah. Yeah, so they shut the whole thing down and... I mean, but that, that means that when they re- when they got kind of um, turned things back on, the well, lights were still off. Yeah, no, yeah, to complete the reboot program process, they had to go down to the power shed, which is a cost of compound, and reboot the about eight or ten different sectors, some from yeah, the mains. Which alley goes down to? Well, wait eventually. a minute. The doctor, what's who's it? It's a Morgan for uh, what's his name? Uh, Samuel Jackson, uh, whatever. Uh, Dr. Ray Arnold, a science guy, he went down there and nothing happened. So uh, Ellie and Muldoon go after him. Yeah. Muldoon goes after some raptors that escaped. Volarosal raptors and Ellie makes her way down the power shed. She goes down there and she turns the power on only to be monstered by a velociraptor. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually she gets... Away eventually, and while Moon yeah. doing Muldoon does, does not so get lucky. away, he becomes lunch. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Moving right along. The kids um, who are with Alan, they they eventually get over a wide um, electrical, non-electrical fence, but then it Whoa. gets turned on and... The little boy gets blown off the fence and gets caught by Alan. Isn't that lovely? Yeah, and Alan revives him with CPR. Yeah, that's what... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he wasn't breathing. Yeah, yeah. That, that mean, a, a bit of CPR goes a long way. <laughs> yeah, and eventually they take he takes them to the main centre, whatever. Drops the kids off there. They're gobbling up all the ice cream and cakes and whatever they can find because they're very hungry. Yeah, well, it's been a, lo- a long night and yes. long morning. What do you well, expect? Well, yeah, yeah, After all they'd been through, they said, oh, beautiful cake, lollies, dude. Took their mind right off and they're smiling for a couple of minutes. And then they, <laughs> they find that there's some raptors hovering yeah, some, in yeah, the vicinity. Yeah, they saw a shadow of a raptor on a mural. Oh, yeah, and so they try to hide in the kitchen and they, at first they, they, they try to hide from the raptors for a bit and then the raptors start noticing them there. And, and eventually yeah. they lock one in the fridge and they, while escaping the other one that was still in the kitchen. Yeah, so what? Hmm. So in in the end, they they the little girl, the little boy and little girl escaped out yeah. of that, that little environment there. Yeah, and Alan and Ellie, who they appear um, on the scene, who, on the scene, um, yeah. take the kids down to the control room to restart um, the the restart the security yeah, well, and the um and the little phones. girl being a computer hacker, but in, in a spare time, uh, knew this. Uh, I think it's a Unix system. It's an old system. I don't know about. Hmm. And she got into it. She found it. Went to the right area and turned all the goodies on. Yeah. Yeah. Yippee. Yeah. And eventually, um, the creature, the raptor, who um, still follows them, and Alan and the others, they ha- go up into the air vents to try to avoid it. But, but the unfortunately, the pretty smart guys. But yeah. unfortunately, yeah. one of the velociraptors um, bumps its head into the um, vent and tries to say hello. Hi. Unfortunately, Alan gives it a kick, and uh, and Lex ends up ha- dangling from the nearly nearly wets her pants. Anyway, they eventually climb out to um, onto one of the um, suspended dinosaur, suspended dinosaur the, bones. Frame hanging yeah. from the roof. Yeah. So they climb onto the bone structures, and and but and then the raptor appears and sn- and snappy the um some, the um, bones the, part the guy wise yeah yeah eventually starts falling to the ground yeah eventually another raptor appears and we our heroes get trapped you know with the two raptors but uh, luckily uh, enough uh, the T Rex appears yeah, and kills them. You could have a bit more dramatic there. Uh-huh. They're going to get chewed up by the Velociraptor and just before they got monstered by this creature. T-Rex walks the door and he picks him up and, and chews him up a little piece and throws across the room saying, hey, I'm in charge here. Yeah, so yeah. luckily the distraction works and eventually the kids and Alan and Ellie, Ellie they get out and they meet with John, John Hammond, Hammond in the um, vehicle. And, the and, and they've already called for a helicopter to get a lift out of there. Yeah, and mm. Alan says that he's uh, finally made his decision. He's not going to endorse his project here. And John agrees with he's him. He's a neither knife. So they head <laughs> but to wait a minute. When they're flying out, you got T Rex is in the building still lobby, oh, lobby of the building, and you give me a roar like King Kong, ah. and then this big banner falls down saying when dinosaurs ruled the earth. Yeah, very good ending. Yeah, very dramatic, very, very King Kongy. Yeah. yeah, 
And so, but he didn't die. Yes. Mm. So they soon arrive at the helicopter pad. Yeah, helicopter pad. Yeah, and they and flew off. They flew off, and Alan is um, finally got over his phobia with the kids. No, it wasn't a phobia. He just didn't like kids. He just <laughs> hated kids. He, and uh, he's, he's sitting there, there, and he's snuggling, not snuggling into him like a father image, and Ellie was smiling at him. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Now, having just said that, I, I, before I gave my other notes, at the end of this movie, they're looking at the helicopter at the and they're seeing these uh, pelicans or something yeah. flying nearby and they look, oh look, nice, normal birds. Yeah, well... At the end of the second movie, they're looking at the window of a helicopter or a plane and they're seeing pterodactyls flying past. That was the third movie. Third movie, sorry, third movie. Yeah, go, hello, oh, oh, pterodactyls are flying to the mainland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mike made a point to me on several occasions that... Yeah. that that on, when we watch the, t- the, the second two movies, that we never even established whether or not where those tel- t- the pterodactyls will, will, go, will may travel. Well, they weren't going to Bali for a holiday, I'll tell you right they now. May easily tra- they may travel far distances well, and they, make a new, big... graze, new home for themselves. Yeah. Or it's... find f- human food, as you put yeah, it. They need a buffet. Mm. <laughs> yeah, now I'll say that I'll mention the two other movies that come after this one. I'll keep them simple. In the in the Lost World, the sequel, um, it's three years after the uh the um the whole Jurassic Park movie. So, um, Ian Malcolm is he's he announces to the world that about the experience, and everyone doesn't believe them. I think he's an idiot. Yeah, eliminates his his post in the yeah, university, yeah. all that stuff, yeah. discrediting John, everything. John Hammond's company, uh, in, deni- gen. yeah, in, in general, whatever, is denying anything happened or whatever, so it's their word against his, and yeah, they oh. had more money, and so they squashed him. Mm-hmm. But they yeah. decided they needed to do something, didn't they? Yeah. John Hammond, he sends Ian he and, two and to the second island, Island B. The island yeah. B was where they actually bred them before they moved them onto the other island. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah and mm. Island B appears in both movies, both this movie and the um, next movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hmm. there are, so our heroes um, go down to the island. They're there to as just to supervise. To, or to, 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 no, not supervise. Not to supervise. Observe. Observe yeah. the place. And to take notes and study and stuff. And, yeah. While... Um, his John Hammond's nephew. He wants to go to the island so he can gather up um, as much dinosaurs so he can market them. Yeah, or bring back the mainland or something and sell them off or put them in zoos or whatever. Just like yeah. John Hammond, he is a he's a dreamer who doesn't realise the whole picture. I can make money out of this with no thought of what the repercussions are going to be. Yeah, luckily mm. enough, John Hammond was prepared for this. He sends a guy who's not only a photographer, he was also... Um, uh, probably a he worked in Greenpeace, which means that he also has a good knowledge of va- you know s- vandalizing companies. Yeah. Or bi- anyway, yeah, or protests. Let's move on. So he <laughs> ends up. They end up um, releasing all the dinosaurs, and but in turn, these guys they end up capturing a very big, humongous T Rex. Yay. And that doesn't go so well because then that T Rex goes and on a rampage. Yay. In Chicago, no less. Whatever. Yeah. And this is where um, 
our heroes have to try to reunite the T-Rex with its offspring. Uh, yeah, it had its baby T-Rex. Yeah, mm. they said that in in this movie that it Not deals with nice. the fact that the T-Rex usually abandons their little baby Should the moment it's born. Should leave kitties out of it. Yeah, but yeah, in this yeah. movie, they try to make out that T-Rexes look after their offspring. Yeah, so, oh, see, it's really hard. To, I mean, they, they got ideas, but they, they wouldn't really know uh, whether yeah, they, they were mated for life, looked after the young or whatever. So yeah. they're only guessing. They're yeah, making stuff I only up. heard this when I was in yeah. um, school. I used We used to have a th- sort of theme thing for at a school where we learned different subjects. And m- the one I remember most was... Where we learnt about dinosaurs that in that very year. nice. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. So, um, so eventually, they Ian was able to reunite the um, little baby T Rex with its mummy T Rex, and it gobbles up the bad guy. Yay! Yay! And they then finally were able to convince Injun and the government to um, to keep it as a re- sort of a reserve. You know. Yeah, yeah. Not I, to be touched. Not to go there. Yeah. Let them. Let them live on the little island and eat each other. And live their lives. And live happily ever after. And not have any um, contact with human yeah, we're people. Not, we're not meant to be together. Mm-hmm. Until the third movie. And the fourth. <laughs> the fourth movie, yeah. And anyway. Movie, yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on. So the third movie, it deals with um, Sam Neill making another appearance as his, co- his counterpart, Alan Grant. And it's, um, let me see, this was done in 2001. A few, another few years later, and in this one, he's um, he's brought along by two um, separated parents who are looking for their son, and in return, well, he don't say that first up. Mm-hmm. He, they want to go for a frill flight over the island. Yeah, that's how he, get, he gets enticed in. Well, we'll finance you or next uh, couple of years on your digs and everything yeah. else if mm. you uh, become a tour guide. Uh huh. Yeah. But he didn't tell them the truth. No. Mm. As it turns out, um, he gets dragged We're going to review the three movies tonight, are we? Yep. You didn't tell me that. I just did. <laughs> I have no notes. Well, I did say a franchise. We said, you said we're going to do the first movie. No, I said the I franchise. I have to wing it now. <laughs> I said the yeah, franchise. You. Dummy. <laughs> you did it. You said the first movie. No, I said the franchise. Well, how can we introduce the first movie at the beginning of the podcast? Because it's more detailed. <laughs> okay, moving right along. So, anyway, the, in this I'll one... I'll just myself yeah, here. So, he do, mm. they do find his, the kid and they encounter a new menacing king dinosaur in their midst. Um, a weird, sp- um, frilly-type t- T-Rex of sorts. Yeah, it's a big one like a T-Rex, but it's got a frill down the middle of its back. It I makes don't, me I think don't of, know what it's called. It uh, makes me think of that Jurassic World dinosaur, the, well, the one that they were trying to yeah, mix um, species well, up in that one. Yeah, but they, they, they put a bit of a loss raptor in that one as well. So, mm. yeah. um, But I know it's uh, lots of good groovy dinosaurs yeah, in this. Yeah. In this one, um, Alan is uh, studying raptors and how they... They have good speech, you know. You know they can talk to one another. Hello, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. And but using this new knowledge, he was able to save save the rest of the party by using a special um, made three D generated sound thingy, which came out of a Velociraptor's head when they did the th- uh, 
uh, what do you call it, MRI? Yeah. 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 So mm. he used yeah, um, <laughs> He was able to work out exactly what the raptors wanted because one of his or a scan. some somehow one of the guys who was with them he stole some raptor eggs in hopes of funding make their, an omelet. No, make it, to, no. in order to fund the dig. But unfortunately, um, Alan frowned on that. But he as he was about to throw them over into over. He realised that if we throw them away, what if the raptors continue chasing us? And say, so where are the eggs? And they say, we got rid of them. They will not be pleased. Yeah. Eventually, mm. they're all rescued by the military, whom, as it turns out, Ellie, who in, in the first movie, is now married to a man who works in um, the government, who deals with um, military uh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Someone, yeah, yeah. So... But uh, they had a radio phone they used, and so he finally got through to Ellie. It had not much charge left in it, just enough yeah. got through. And before they knew it, next morning they had all the military, army, air force, everybody. and yeah. yeah, and they were able to get them off the island. And then we see the, um, the pterodactyls. They were in a sort of cage of sorts, but somehow someone let the cage door open. Yeah. Oh, I mentioned yes. who. Yes. Or how. Sam Neill or somebody. <laughs> Anyway, and they, we watched the pterodactyls fly to a new place. Well, Hopefully, we'll get the, the military will shoot China, them China, Thailand, somewhere. It's only, whatever. Yeah. South America. I, know, I, don't, I can't remember where it's actually really based. I know it was filmed in Hawaii, but it was supposed to be off yeah. South America somewhere. That I think. third yeah. movie, I should yeah. mention, was not done by Steven Spielberg, as it turns out. It was done by a guy named Joe Johnson-Ting, or Johnson. Will you show it to me? You're, that's, that's why I, thought I would have had all the information here. Where is that point of it? Uh, John Johnson, I think. Uh, Johnson, yeah. Yeah, so he... I guess um, Steven Spielberg wanted to move on from his current things. other jobs things. to do. True. I mean, crikey. I mean, when he was doing this movie, uh, he was given the permission to do... Yeah, where is it? Da, 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 da. I had it written down here somewhere. Um... Yeah, I had written down. So when he was doing this movie, he wanted to do this movie. He wanted to do Schindler's List, but he said, you do Schindler's List. So the studio said, we want you to do this movie first. <laughs> and that's how he said, okay, I'll do your Jurassic Park movie. And when they finished filming, not the post that, when they finished the film, he went straight on to the Schindler's List movie production. <laughs> and when he was doing Schindler's List, he was actually doing that movie and handling post-production for... This movie at the same time, he, he was working his bum off. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. he Steven Spielberg he did both the original Jurassic Park movie and the sequel, obviously the mm. Lost World, mm. and that was about his all the his role in the Jurassic Park series, as far as I'm concerned. As for the Jurassic World one, which is a separate s- sequel. Um, trilogy at the moment yeah. I'll probably will do that next time because we still have one more movie to go until it's completed or finished or confirmed and I'd rather do wait until that movie comes out before I make a, a final analysis of that movie those that trilogy that sounds like a plan mm-hmm. so anyway um, how was um, the movie reviews side to it was it um, a box office smash or a box office well, drop all I'll say is, it's really nice when everybody is on the same page. They made the movie. Mm-hmm. 
they made a bucket load of money on it, mm-hmm. which means lots and lots of people actually went to the theatre and, and probably bought the VHS and DVD. Nice. Uh, and on the whole, most of the reviews mm-hmm. were excited. They thought, this is great. So they weren't um, given. Oh, there's a couple of mediocre dis- ones, but there's no, there no bad ones, no scathing yeah. ones. So it was terrible. There was one person who did comment. I won't. So I won't go. I won't read them. Um, commented something on the fact. Oh, the dinosaurs were good, but the actors were pretty lame because there's no backstories or any mm. character development. Hello. And uh, wait a minute. You have to it's l- about the bloody dinosaurs, yeah. not about. Oh, I've now. Oh yeah. I, I've got. I've got issues. And I've had a divorce. And I've got so and so. And I've got kitties. And I've got so. No. There was. It's a bit about of, the bloody dinosaurs. There was a bit of backstory <laughs> with. Um, a little bit with, here and there. With um, John Hammond, where ha- when he was during one of the scenes, um, there was mentioned in passing that um, John was was. A no show because he was um, dealing with his daughter's divorce and she needed. Yeah, that's all And that's I don't it. know if this is the same mother of Tim and Lex, you know. Well, whatever, the poor story. And uh, that's probably one of the reasons well, why they were upset about the lawyer leaving them because they have fa- family. Um, they just. But the leaving is issues. They had enough information. They, we knew that dr ian malcolm was a uh, a womanizer he'd been married three or four times and he was trying to crack on ellie so we knew he was a womanizer okay fun guy we knew that alan was a a workaholic dedicated uh dinosaur guy uh and uh we know that john hammond was a he, he came out as being a a grandfather figure no no when he first started his backstory okay backstory you know, he started off doing Nicholson 9 crap years and years ago doing flea circuses in England or something or rather than he built up his career and made money became a businessman and whatever so bits of it came out but you don't really need to know oh when he was a young child he went to seven school then he went to high school then he spent the time of the army and when would he have time to fit the dinosaurs in yeah I don't know that's the whole point. So you have enough backstory for the human beings. Yeah. This was an action movie about dinosaurs, not a movie about human beings with a few dinosaurs thrown in to make it interesting. Yeah. This was a dinosaur movie. Yeah. And honestly, if you spent too much time on character development, it would have taken away from the story. Mm, true. Uh-huh. So yeah, that, that reviewer had no idea what he was talking about, or he or she. Actually, who was it? I'll go and have a look. I got pages and pages up here. To talk about yourself in a minute. Jurassic <laughs> Park is frightening in the, the dark. dark. Actually, Weird Al Yankovic does a song about Jurassic Park. It's really good. All the dinosaurs um, are running yeah, here we are, here we are, here we are. Oh, no. What a crummy weekend this has been. And I don't think I'll ever come back uh. again. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, here it is. Rolling Stones uh, magazine uh, reviewer Peter Travers described the film as colossal entertainment. Colossal. Colossal. That's a good word. The eye-popping, mind-bending, kick-out-the-jam, thrill ride of summer and probably the gear. Compared with the dinos, dinosaurs, the characters are dry bones, indeed. Trident... And his co-screenwriter, David Cope, have flattened them into not entities on the tip, uh, mm. uh, on the trip from page to screen. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, boy. Um, blah, 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 blah. 
Okay, here's one. Rob, Robert Ebert, I, I know Robert's passed away, so I won't say anything nasty about him. Okay, uh, gave him three, gave it three stars out of four, which isn't too bad. The movie delivers all too well on its promise to show us dinosaurs. We see them early and often, and they are indeed a triumph of special effects artistry. But the movie is lacking other qualities that it needs even more, such as a sense of awe and wonderment and strong human story values. Or I'm wondering... Where would you fit the strong story values in it? What, the good guys overcome the bad old dinosaurs and escape the island? That's pretty good. Alan became a, 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 a child lover instead of, oh, I hate children. Yeah, and bear in mind, it, there know? was mention in that Lexus yeah. was a bit of a computer hacker, and yeah, yeah. that's character development. Yeah, yeah and um, John Hammond became a hard... Well, start off the hard-nosed businessman and is more cared about human life by the end of the movie. Isn't that human story values? I mean, yeah. did this person, Robert Ebert, actually sit down and watch the movie? I don't I'm sorry, think so. Robert. I know you're in heaven. He probably but, read you know. the um, book, but yeah. didn't bother to it's read the, watch no, the movie. No, you're supposed to watch the movie. And he ca- and now, if you watch the original Dracula movie back in 1932, it was Dracula by name. They took the theme, the few names, and wrote their own story out of it. Mm-hmm. It ain't nothing like the book. Okay? Yeah, I guess <laughs> you have a point. Like the um, Billy Lugosi version of Dracula, it's... Um, apart from the beginning part where yeah. it deals with the lawyer going to the um guy the place the Dracula's castle giving him his new his new house, and that's pretty much all the story that it takes. The rest of it is either change has been changed for the sake of of um the family of Bram Stoker's family yeah, yeah. Well, well, or I'll talk about something. Bram Stoker. I'm just saying, honestly. You just go on the tangent. I just use it as a comparison. I know. It's a name, yeah. and I borrow a theme, and then I write a script. Yeah. You know, I don't care about Crichton's book. They took the book and took bits out of the book to make the movie. Yeah. Crichton actually helped the screenplay. He wrote yeah. most of it, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. He wrote it to suit the silver screen, not the piece of paper. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And if you probably- wrote like a piece of paper, the book would have been four times as long or something. Yeah. And he may have enjoyed write, rewriting it. He probably it. did. He may have wanted to... And he made a shitload of money out of it. <laughs> I think he, they paid $1.5 million for the permission, another 500000 to write the script. <laughs> he made $2 bucks in the deal. Oh, he, he's, a, he, he's an inspirational artist. No, he's money-hungry like everybody else is. And he got paid for it. And good job, Mr. Crichton. So I have <laughs> a good... Is there a, can you tell us a, a few good uh, reviews about no, it? No, there were um, good ones. I just saw just highlight a couple of crappy, creepy ones. Okay. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes had an approval rating of 92%. What more do I have to say? No doubt. They all liked it, okay? Metacritic gave the a weighted 168 out of 100 uh, generally favourable reviews. Mm. Doesn't even normally go into it. Uh, Cinemascope gave it an A out of an A plus to an F scale. So that was top of the pole there. Uh, New York Times called the true movie milestone, presenting all blah, 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 blah. On paper, this story is... Tailor made for Mr. Spielberg's talents. Clever. But it becomes less crisp on screen than it was on the page, with much of the enjoyable jargon either mumbled confusingly or otherwise thrown away. Oh, boy. Um, it's an action horror movie, not doing a Shakespeare soliloquy, okay? What is with these people? Uh, Janet Maslin wrote that one. It's a twit. Um, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. If she's anyway. alive now, I, I'm, I'm sorry for being disrespectful if you're, if you're long passed away, but that's not a nice 
critiquing a job. I mean, if you're going to have an action movie and people are running around and shooting, don't say, I'll, st- I'll stop here, I'll stop running and shooting, take my breath and say, I'll say my lines nice and clear, how, hello, how are you? I'm doing fine, thank you. I just got shot, oh, that's lovely. You know, you don't do that. You're huffing and puffing, you're creating an atmosphere of, I'm running for my life. Oh, yeah, you're not going to be doing clear lines. I wouldn't think so. Otherwise, there's no sense of reality. I just enjoy it. One thing I liked most was the approaching of the T-Rex. You know, the whole where the water... Oh, yeah. So so you weren't talking about that. You said we're doing the franchise. Now you're going back to movie one again. Okay. No, actually, it's not true because all three movies dibbled with the... They actually did it different ways. In the first movie... When they had the T-Rex coming along and they saw the water ripple in the car, it was used with a guitar string. Yeah, I would to try that out one day. dashboard. Oh, you got to go to my dashboard in my car, are you? And no, I wouldn't mind um, trying to get a guitar and, and well, see if I well, could Well, they actually did the it. That's thing. how they first discovered it. They, they got a guitar, an acoustic guitar, uh, uh, lay it down and put a paper cup or something mm-hmm. on it or a mug or whatever, put it on the soundboard and plucked a string. And they saw the, uh, the nice, neat circle a ripple come out from the middle of the cup. And they got either they got a bass string or some guitar string or something, a thick mm. string anyway. Put it on there, got the and uh, the, the uh, car's dashboard and they plucked it and that gave that nice mm. That's all there was to it. It is clever. Yeah, it is. Well we do. And they did use it for Lost um, Lost World too. They possibly use the same thing or they did something else. How to do it in the ripple on the puddle? There was no bass string, was there, okay? Well you often we often talk <laughs> okay. about how we often hear um, in but in horror and, and sci-fi, we often have a, a sort of theme that allow, we allows the audience to know that there is a ki- the killer's approaching or the monsters. In this case, it's not a music thing. It's um, it's just a matter of hearing the thud noise, and we think there's something approaching. Yeah, hear thud. And it's not yeah, a music theme, but it d- deals actually, with atmosphere. Actually, something just just. Throwing a thing aside and forget about the movie. You know how the dinosaur the C-Rex is running after the car in the first movie? Yes. Now, it's really funny, you know. What's that? T-Rexes can't run that fast. They would break the legs. Ooh. But looks good on film. <laughs> well, i never seen a T-Rex in no, no. reality the chase bo- anything. No, no. The bones are hollow. Oh, I can't really say you got like yours. Your uh-huh. bones are hollow, mine are hollow. They'd have they'd have uh, marrow bone up, you know, jelly type stuff, you know, whatever. That, the, th- the 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 liquidy type jelly stuff inside the bones, like we do, the mm. bone marrow. Now, what happens is, um, if they put too much weight on the leg, if like they get too big and they put too much weight on that leg, they'll actually snap the leg. Mm. That's why, if you had a human being put into a machine and made it something like twenty foot tall. They probably wouldn't be able to walk because they break the legs when they start to move because the legs mm. wouldn't take the weight. Same thing to Tyrannosaurus Rex trying to run at that speed. It would have taken out its legs, thighs, whatever. It would have been a, a mm. lump on the ground. Yeah, good yeah. point. Mm. But you got to admit, um, despite his size, I imagine he, was scary. he probably didn't r- need to run really fast. He probably had to... Yeah, but he's running after a car. Yeah. He would not be running at 60 miles an hour or 60 miles an hour, and 6 kilometers an hour, whatever it is. And so, considering yeah. Um, he yeah. often chases down... Smaller animals like people, and but if who's they a, who put can who can say how fast they were able to run at? Uh-huh. Okay, all right. Uh, Even smaller dinosaurs couldn't run as fast as there was a cheetah. Mm-hmm. Cheetahs can run because they're a, a light cat, mm-hmm. like a creature. Well, they are a yeah. cat. Uh, 
but a lot of ca- animals can't run that fast. Mm. What about raptors? I well, think they, they're small. They might be able to run a little bit faster than a T-Rex. A lot do. If I was if I was being chased by a T-Rex, I'd like to think I could get away from him. Yeah, yeah. So but you get different size. Mm-hmm. The T-Rex would take one space with their feet and might there might be um, something like six feet, eight feet between strides, whereas something like a Velociraptor might be about one and a half feet. Mm. So they'd have to run three or four times faster to do the same speed. Yes. So mm. do you want to rate um, all three movies? <sighs> yeah. You caught me on a unaware. Eight, ten. I'll give um, the first one a ten. And, okay, Lost World. Ten. Ten, two. And the third one, what do you think? Ten. I, I, give I, it. No, I like the special effects. I love it. I give it a 9 out of 10 for that one. Ooh. Uh, it's just, um, I have my no, reasons. Now, it's the reason me, I look at these sort of movies, and I know they're story-driven as well, but if you had a good story and good special effects and the magic happens between the two, I can't fault them. You've got a good director, good producer, good actors, good special effects scenes, whatever. Mm. It's come together. I can't tell Well, I did like scene 23 where he picked his nose. Well, I don't care. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll, bear in mind, guys, we'll, we'll probably, will in the near future, do a review on Jurassic World. I know I said that before, but I promise you guys we'll, we'll review the whole Jurassic World franchise. Oh, by the way, what I normally try to do is, yeah, I've had a look at Amazon and eBay. Yes, it's available, available. on both. Yes, yes, you can rent it. Yes, yes, you can buy it. And be sure to remember, guys, oh, when you do um, purchase it or order it or rent it, be sure to put the date in. Well, I was actually going to say something more important. I know. Don't buy the VHS copy. Oh, unless you've got a VHS player. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yes, get there on 1993 for the first one, and whatever, 19, whatever the second one, and 2001 for the third one. And yeah, yeah, I'm just mean that people yeah. may want, you know, yeah. make them, considering but, that the, um, they may change the the um, the DVD cover now and then, wherever you are. normally put the date. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm just saying that there are uh, there are people out there who yeah, change it ever careful, so often. Though, yeah, they do have some VHS copies there as well, so and don't... Buy one of those unless you've got a VHS player. And you may yeah. easily get um, the, f- the whole film franchise together, you know. Well, like no, there, are, there are some box sets in there, I noticed. Yeah. But if you want to buy a box set, yeah, go for it. Um, but um, I noticed actually some of these are on Blu-ray, mm-hmm. uh, which is good. Mm-hmm. So obviously it's still holding its own and it's obviously still a good commodity. So, yeah, they're making a Blu-ray. So you get But no, having said that, I don't know whether the Blu-ray copy is being re-digitalised and remastered. Hmm. So... It's up to you to test it out. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, that's about it for us tonight, guys. I'm sorry if this has been a longer. Yeah. Um, and if, you've, if you've been hearing a dog moaning in the background, can you hear? You, know, sh- you see that? That's not our dog. It's a neighbour across the road. So not ours. We've got a cat who usually keeps very quiet. Uh, but yeah. no, this dog across the road, it goes on and on mm. and on and on. It's a pain in the neck, and uh, I, I think I'm re- I might report them to the RSPCA. I oh, know it's, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, anyway um, as you may have heard, guys, we've I've released um, my my latest film project, Attack of the Cat People, onto Vimeo on demand. So if you guys feel free to check it out and and either rent it or buy it, doesn't matter to me. Either way, we need the money. 
Oh, oh well, okay. In other words, watch it for yourself. If you like it, um, feel free to check it out and all that stuff. Now, guys. the only reason why I say that is that if you do watch it, it'll help Sarah move on to her next project. So you, you'll, you'll be helped funding her next project. Yeah, so yeah. feel free to help us out yeah. by um, renting and buying it. Rental, rental, buying it. It's not it's, over the top. Yeah. Yeah, but. Yeah, yeah. the um, renting fee is about $10, and, yeah. and buying is about. Fifteen dollars yeah. in Australian. The, 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 the rental might be a bit high, but that does help. We're, we're trying to catch up and do another project. Sarah's got it in the pipeline at the moment, so every dollar helps. So hmm. please don't be booked. Don't be booked by the rental price. Please buy or rent uh, to help out Sarah's next project. Hmm, exactly. So, so thanks for listening to us, guys, and we'll. I hope you guys will join us again on our next podcast. So this is Sarah Stevenson and Michael. Saying, see you guys around. Bye, Bye guys. Now.